I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, I'm Craig and welcome to another episode of Football Kit Memories, the football podcast that gets under the shirt. In today's episode, I am joined by Ricardo Martin Wien, the senior football designer at Mexican sportswear brand Charlie Football. During our chat, I find out more about the brand and the shirts it designs and supplies for a number of teams in the Mexican league, the Liga MX. Ricardo also explains the thinking behind the successful Dia de Muertos jerseys and he shares the emotion he felt when he saw his team, Club Leon, take to the field in a shirt he designed. Remember, you can listen to this and other episodes of Football Kit Memories on all major audio platforms including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please do like, follow, share, but above all, please do enjoy the podcast. Okay, so today on the podcast, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Ricardo Martin Weigend, senior football designer at Mexican sportswear brand Charlie. How are you doing, Ricardo? Fine, Craig. Thanks for the invitation. Hey, it's great to have you here. I'm so excited to find out a bit more about Charlie and Mexican football in general. Um, do you want to tell me, for anybody that doesn't know, do you want to tell me a little bit more about um, Charlie, the sportswear brand that you work for? Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, Charlie is a sport brand. It's a football and apparel um uh, well actually it's a footwear and apparel brand uh, it has it was uh initiated in 1977 mm -hmm. so it has been a, a quite a long uh, journey for the for the brand but actually in football we have uh, a less time uh, we started in 2014 okay and actually we have uh, eight teams well no uh, nine teams uh, six teams in the Liga MX, two teams in the second division of Mexico, right. and one team in Chile, which is Everton. Oh, nice. Cool. So what exactly does your role entail there as the, as the football designer? Well, I mean, um, I mean I'm mean, i in charge of all the, the design of the football kits. Uh, we have a, a team of three designers that we... Um, do all the all the stuff about uh, football, uh, but I'm in charge of the match kits and the right. training and the training kits. So it's quite a, a funny and 
uh, a great job for me. Yeah. How did you come to be in that role in the first place? Well, actually, I've always been a football fan, yeah. always since I have memory. And actually, I, I think that I'm more a football shirts fan than, a, than the sports itself. So okay. <laughs> I, I've, I've always wanted to to be part of, of this industry. I mean, I always wanted to design football kits since I was a, a kid. Uh, so I think uh, I'm, I'm a little bit stubborn because I always wanted to do that. And since the beginning, I've always tried to be involved in the design of the football apparel yeah. shirts, um, clothing and all those, that, that stuff. Unfortunately, after I, I finished my bachelor's degree, I had the chance to actually it's my first job. Oh, wow. Me, I, yes. So I think I'm kind of lucky to be here to be designing football kits. I mean, it's yeah. like the if I talk to my myself in the past, maybe he would laugh, right? <laughs> that my first job will be my actual ideal job. So I'm really lucky to be to be designing football kits. <laughs> That's amazing. So I wanted to ask you a bit more about the process behind or you know the process that you go through to design a football shirt, Charlie. Is there anything that you guys try and actively do different to make yourself stand out in the market, perhaps? Well, we always try to to tell a story with the football kit. Uh, we always want to to get all the identity of the team to tell a story, as I as I told you, and always uh, to be or create a kit that will be a great kit for all the fan base. Yeah, uh, because you know, probably uh, sometimes it's it's kind of tough to get all the the outcry. Could I say that? I mean, we always, yes, we always try to to get the best kit for the fans. Right. That's it. So we always uh, we kind of do a an investigation. It's a it's a long process, yeah. and at the end, I think fortunately we have uh, been uh, fulfilling all the the fan base expectations. Obviously, sometimes they they don't like it, but at the end, it's a great. Uh, it's a great process and it's a process that we actually give up, give all of, of ourselves to get the best kit. Yeah. How do you guys kind of measure success? Is it sales? Is it feedback? Is it success on the pitch? Well, actually, uh, I think that social network right now gives you a lot of information yeah. about if, if a kit is a, it's a good one or a bad one. Uh, but fortunately, uh, all our designs... Uh, are going through a. I I I don't have obviously the, the the measure, but I think that it's a great work what what the brand and we are doing. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, recently the the Ade Muertos kids was a great impact for the brand. It was a like a worldwide uh, new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think that. Uh, we're still going on that way. So I think obviously we have, uh, com in compared with other brands, we have really been in the market less than the other brands. And I think in the, in the, in a short time, we have been done it. We have been doing uh, great things. Yeah. I, I think you guys stand out a great deal. And I really wanted to ask you about those Dia de las Muertas shirts that you did last <laughs> year as well. They're, they were so cool and they had such a huge hit as well on social, didn't they, too? Were you guys seeing sales flying from international as well? 
Yes, yes, actually, uh, uh, a couple of, of guys in England, I think, uh, they, uh, well, not a couple, many people in England actually bought the, bought the jerseys. Yeah. Uh, but yes, the idea of, of the whole project was to uh, embellish this Mexican identity. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the movie Coco, which also was like a great impact, and it was kind of the idea to to take our roots, our Mexican roots, yeah. and to be known all uh, all around the, the the world. Because I think Mexico has a lot of, of good things that that people may not know. Yeah. But I think uh, if we had the chance through sports and through apparel to take to to take all these uh, cultural historical traditions. Yeah, uh, it was a great uh, idea, and at the end, it is. It was, you know, because uh, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of funny because if you if you said I'm going to make shirts about death, it's kind yeah. of what are you talking about? You know? Yeah, yeah. But it's a whole tradition, and this tradition has many elements to talk about, and that's what we did. We took those elements to to, to talk about this. I, well, I see it myself as a as a great and beautiful tradition here in Mexico. Yeah, well, it's like I think the designs are very subtle as well in many cases too. So they're, they're kind of subtle nods that kind of stuck to the colours of the club, but actually, as you say, kind of looked at those kind of inspirational things from that. From that yes, and I feel like it, it was easier because we were talking about the third kit, you know, and mm. in the third kits we we could. Uh, risk a little bit more than on the sure. home kit for example so i think it was a great project at the end yeah they're really really good i really like them did you have um does the company have aspirations of kind of growing outside of the mexican league would it ever try and kind of get involved with teams in europe perhaps or elsewhere in the world well i think uh, in the future it will be a great idea but actually uh, the brand is expanding uh, for uh, to the usa Okay. Uh, we have already an office over there, but I think it's going to be a step by step. You know, as I told you, we have been really short time in the football yeah. world, uh, <laughs> to say it that way. So I think there's no pressure, and we we want to do the the things in a good way and not yeah. get pressure and maybe screw it. You know. Yeah, of course, of course, taking things slowly, but I guess. You know, as I say, really iconic, the stuff you guys make. Have there, obviously there's been a lot of successes. Have there been any shirts that you've made that have had a really bad reaction from the fans and kind of like, how does that make you feel as a designer? Well, um, I, I don't think right now in, in a specific one, but uh, at the beginning when I started, it was kind of, of sad to see all the reactions right. uh, in the social network, but at the end, I think social network sometimes is not the true, you know? Sometimes yeah. many people just go around and saying bad things yeah, yeah. Uh, about, about everything and they only want to complain. Uh, so it was like kind of a process to me to understand that because at the beginning I was really excited with all the stuff. As I told you, yeah. I've always wanted to be designing football kits. And then my first kit, it's like, oh, it's it looks horrible, blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> Uh, the first the first year was really tough to me yeah uh, but at the end I understood that I don't have to listen to everything and 
maybe no not all the things that are not all the things that the people are saying is as bad as they as they think yeah and not and also not as good you know i mean i have to be in the middle always yeah, uh, yeah. but it's part of the it's part of the job uh, but as i told you it 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 caused me a lot to understand that well, i guess like you're right i think social media is a land of extremes isn't it people really love something, yes. really hate something you're not going to exactly. type something out if you just feel lukewarm about it i suppose are you so you're right that's a good way to yes. be yes exactly but as i told you at the I, I was a rookie, you know, so <laughs> I was kind of really excited and I, I was checking the social network every minute to see all the reactions. Uh, but it was, uh, it was a tough, a tough year, but I right bet. now it's okay. I bet, I bet. I'm still the same with the podcast. Don't worry about it. We're all, we're all learning. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
So uh, there's a question I ask everybody on the podcast, and I guess for you, this 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 is going to be quite an interesting question. If you can sum this up for me, what do football shirts mean to you? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I think they mean everything. Uh, it, it means to me my connection with my brother. It's kind of our thing. Uh, right. I'm a collector of football shirts, and I'm a collector thanks to, to him. Uh, uh, I think as you, I don't want to to go too long with with this with this answer, but I think it, it's everything. As I've told you, I I think actually I love more the football shirts than the sports itself, yeah. itself right? So, and fortunately, I make a living of, of thanks to the football shirts. So, right now, football shirts for me are everything. <laughs> it's just a huge passion point. That's amazing. Well, look, let's go in and talk about your three football shirts that you've chosen today. So. Sure. The first one you wanted to talk about was the 1998 FC Barcelona Nike home shirt. Tell me yes. why you've chosen this one. Uh, because this one was my first uh, international kit that I that I got. Okay. Uh, here in Mexico, it was on that on that time really complicated to get football shirts and more from a, an European team. Yeah. Um, and that kit is one I actually already uh, I have it. Uh, I still have it. It's yeah. kind of really small because I was six years old when I when I get it. Yeah. But for me, uh, it means everything because it was my first kit. And actually, thanks to that kit, I'm a Barcelona fan. You know, because uh-huh. I love the colors, I love the shirt. And I think uh, it's the oldest shirt that I have, and it's the one that I have with with uh, like I am thinking to to give give that kid a special place someday in my in my place but yeah 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 uh, it meant a lot to me because also as i told you uh my brother uh, is a really football fan and football shirt fan also so uh he had the same shirt so we use it at the same time and okay. that's kind of, of twinning uh, thing nice. uh, so it's it's a, a special and emotional shirt for me how did it go when you were kids were you, were you able to share football shirts together or is more something you fight over uh no actually uh he's uh, eight years older so okay they doesn't they doesn't fit when i was a kid they didn't fit when i was a kid but uh the good thing is that actually i could use it you know because yeah. now we are the same the same height so <laughs> I, I i i win i think <laughs> nice very nice very nice Okay, so let's second up, we've got, you wanted to talk about the 2002 World Cup Nike shirts, um, and in particular the Brazil one. So we're going to let a few in here. Tell me tell me why you like these ones. Yes, actually, um, I, I told you, the, well, I, I had to choose one, but at, at yeah. the end, all the, the kids of the 2002 World Cup uh, were like amazing for me because that's the first World Cup that I have uh, kind of memory about, okay. you know, because... Well, obviously, I remember the 98, but I was a kid, so yeah. I didn't enjoy the World Cup. Uh, I didn't watch the, all, the, all the matches, and the 2002 was mm-hmm. the first World Cup that I was really interested in, and kind of the, the shirts that I always think that are, are my start in the, in the idea of creating designs. Okay. And particularly those of Brazil and Nike, I was really amazed because they have the double fabric. They have the inner fabric and the 
normal fabric. Yeah, so yeah. I was like always thinking that what is happening? Why they? What do I see? Another color on the inside. So it was kind of funny for me. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. And I also all uh, actually I I picked that one because I earned that kit uh, with an uncle uh, because he bet me that I I wouldn't do the Ronaldo haircut. So and you did I it. did the yes I did <laughs> it for the for the football shirt. That's that's why I chose it. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that. Yes. So I. I I probably looked ridiculous, but I did it. <laughs> it was worth it for the Brazil shirt. I like it. Exactly. <laughs> so what is your relationship with the national team? Are you, are you a big Mexico fan? Or would it be more club yes. football for you? Yes. No, uh, I think Mexico, Mexico squad here is everyone loves Mexico squad. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably every country loves his, his uh, their national squad. But here in Mexico, every World Cup is... It's crazy, you know. Right. Everyone is watching the the matches. Even in the in the in the works, they pause the work to see the match, and then you come back and still doing the work. So it's kind of really crazy here every World Cup. One question I had about Mexico: they go for the they go for like a black shirt instead of a green shirt sometimes at Confederations Cup. Is there a reason for that? Do you know? No, actually. No, actually, it's like kind of uh, the brand idea. Okay. Uh, actually, Mexico, the first black kid was in South Africa, 2010. Okay. If I'm not wrong. And it was a, a sale boom. So I think that maybe uh, the idea of, of the brand is still doing that uh, after having those results. Okay. But, uh, well, I, I'm particularly, I don't like it to be the home kit. If it is an away kit, it's okay for me. Yeah, yeah. But the good thing is that every World Cup we play in green. So if they don't change that, I'll be okay. Okay. So it's nothing to do with tradition. It's purely a marketing thing, you think? That's no, exactly. Actually, the, the first kit of Mexico was kind of a burgundy. Okay. Uh, but, well, at the end, right now, the home kit is, is green. Yeah, so yeah. I hope in the next World Cup, it will be green and not black. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, look, we're going to get a chance to talk about the Mexican League now. So, the third and final shirt you've chosen is the uh, 21-22 Club Leon home shirt by Charlie. Did you design this? Yes. One? Yes. Ah. That's why, why I, I, I picked that. Not uh, I'm not talking like the egocentric way. I pick <laughs> it because... Uh, well, as you can see, I'm kind of an, an emotional emotional guy. And right, right. As a fan, I think that the dream is to be part of your team uh, or be inside the team to know everything about the team. Yeah. So this kid is really special to me because I've always wanted to design the, the Leon kit, you know. So fortunately, I had the chance to do it uh, alongside Charlie. And for me, it was a... It was like kind of my dream come true. Yeah. Um, and when I went to the stadium and I saw all the players with, with the kid, I was really amazed. Wow. Uh, I, I'm going to confess that I, I probably dropped one or two tears. Of course, when, yeah. When they went out. But uh, I think I chose it because of that. Because I think it's my my biggest moment, actually, as a, as a football kid lover. 
yeah and also as a football fan and also uh, as a designer that's why i, I pick it what what was the process behind designing this one with the club how did you work with them and what was the idea for the pattern on it all that kind of stuff it was a tough one actually because uh as i told you i was thinking as a fan and i was thinking also as a designer yeah. because i have uh, kind of thinking everything you know i have to think not only in me in my ideas as a fan uh, but i also had to fulfill the team's board the brand uh, boards and also yeah. kind of my ideas so it was a tough one but at the end i think the result was was really was really i i don't know i think it's it's not cool if i said it because I'm, i i was the designer but yeah, I, I mean, I can say it for you. It's really smart. It's really interesting. It has a really super interesting pattern. People have to go and look it up. Um, but it's like a kind of a broken shapes, broken diamonds kind of look and feel. Yes, uh, that's because uh, the kid, uh, well, actually, the kid is inspired by the team nickname, that is the Emeralds. Right. Uh, so though that pattern is simulating the, the, the rock itself. Yeah. And the idea or what I took is... Uh, 20 years ago in no not 20 30 years ago 91 92 the team was champion um with that shade of green uh, okay if you google the the leon kids uh, well they have used kind of different shades of green right. but i took that green because i wanted to connect like the past fan base and the actual fan base you know yeah, so yeah. that's that's why i took uh, that that shade of of green and uh, the transition of the darker green to the lighter green. And this effect simulates the, the emerald itself. Perfect. I love it. I love it. I wanted to ask you about the proliferation of sponsors in the Mexican League and how, as the designer, that makes you feel. It's, it's kind of tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because sometimes you're imagining like uh, the perfect kid and then you you had an you had you receive an email with the the great news that this brand or other brand will be on the on the team kit. So yeah, actually, it's something that uh, we have to to understand. Uh, um, when I was outside uh, designing football kits, mm. I was the same as uh, I was like the other fans, always annoyed. You know, like oh my god, this brand or this brand. But at the end. You understand that they have to be on the shirt mm -hmm. and it's an income for the team it's an income for all the team's project and at the end uh, it also depends the success of a great uh, season or not yeah uh, but i think that in mexico it's kind of an abuse that there are a lot of sponsors i saw well probably you you have been you have been looking at many shirts uh, and in europe they have kind of uh, regulations yeah, maybe only one front sponsor, one on the sleeve. So that will be the idea, but uh, it's kind of tough. How do you design shirts then with a particular sponsor in mind? Do you know what you know what logos are going to be on there, what color, etc.? Do you kind of fit your designs around them somehow? Yes, yes, because it's it's easier to us uh, because at the end you know that there will be sponsors. So yeah, I think it's better to start designing. Uh, with the sponsors or having the idea that there they will be some sponsor there yeah. and also to make uh, to to make uh, the best 
uh, as possible with the sponsors. Yeah. How do you, so like thinking about next season, I'm guessing you're working on next season stuff already. When you design a shirt and you love it and it gets a great reception, like it sounds this one has, how do you then look at next year? Do you look to kind of change things completely or do you look to kind of evolve it? Does it become part of a trilogy or something like that? Or, you know, what goes through your mind? How do you top it? It must be really difficult. Yes, yes, it's it's kind of difficult because I think at the end, sometimes, uh, well, you have to change something. Uh, yeah. But at the end also, you have like the identity of teams. I mean, you already told me, imagine if Celtic changed the the horizontal stripes the hoops yeah. what do you think about of you course. know yeah of course but at the end also you have the marketing thing that well you have to be kind of uh, changing because at the end if you say okay i'm going to do the same you no know? yeah. five stripes well the fans maybe they will be thinking okay why should i buy the new kit because i have already one with five stripes so of course you have to be always thinking which uh, things can we change, which things can we kind of be uh, new. Um, but at the end, we have to keep the team's identity. So yeah. it's kind of tough. But at the end, well, no, it's not tough. It's challenging, you know, because it's part of the thing. You have to be, as a designer, you have to be creative. You have to be thinking always as you as you said in the future so maybe you have to be thinking okay well, this season i'll do this but the next season we have to do this it's not only one season work i i see it that that way so i think i think it's like a long-term design process yeah because at the end the brand will be with the team working so we have to to make each season's kit the best one okay so it's almost like building a relationship with the club. So as you're the supplier, you're building a long-term relationship with the club. That's interesting. So Ricardo, look, we're recording now in October 2021. And you told me off mic that Club Leon are doing very well in Mexican League and League MX at the moment. Do you think this this shirt will win a trophy this season? I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> that will be that will be the how do you say here in Mexico we said that that will be the cherry on the cake. You yes. know, I don't know if it's the same. We have the same. Yeah, we have the same. The same. That shirt. will be. I, I I always talk with a friend that's a really, a really fan. And and the beginning of the season, the team wasn't as good as today. Mm -hmm. So he texts me like, "Oh my God, I think that probably we we will not be champions with your kid." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh come on, we need to be positive about it." And two weeks ago, he, he wrote me like, okay, I think that we probably will be champions. So <laughs> it, would be, it will be great for me. I hope so. Yeah. But, uh, well, I'm talking, I'm talking as a fan, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because at the end, if any team uh, that's, that is sponsored by Charlie win a championship, it's a great thing for the brand. And also for me, because at the end, I designed those kits also. So... But I'm talking from my heart that I hope so that Leon will be champion this, this season. Fantastic. Well, fingers crossed. When will we find out? Like kind of May time, same time as us? Mm, no, here in Mexico, we play two tournaments. It's okay. like the summer and the winter tournament. Okay. So in December, we will know. 
and wow. if it is not in December, in May. Okay. So, uh, we have two two chances of being champion. <laughs> nice. Well, look, I'll keep an eye on things. Ricardo, it was absolutely amazing to speak to you. Thank you so much for sharing your football kit memories with me. No, thanks, Rick. Thanks for the interest and thanks for this chat. So there you have it. Massive thanks to Ricardo for sharing his football kit memories with me. Remember, you can follow me in my own collection on Instagram or get in touch via Twitter or email. Make sure you follow Charlie on social. Check out Ricardo's work too. The music you heard was produced by Eva Lid. Check out his music on his Bandcamp page. There's links to absolutely everything I mentioned there in the notes section. And finally, thanks to you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, please do spread the word. Give me a follow on social and subscribe to Football Kit Memories on your podcast player of choice. And other than that, I guess that's it. So until next time, I'll catch you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.